0: Good evening, do you have any prayer requests? hallelujah jesus thank you lord hallelujah jesus thank you
1: jesus hallelujah god you said in your word to enter into your gates with thanksgiving lord so we thank you we praise you in advance lord god for the prayers that you have already answered for the prayers that you are going to answer lord god for the unspoken prayers lord god that we have not yet spoken god we thank you for what you're going to do lord we thank you for the miracles that you have yet to work on our behalf lord god We thank you for being good. We thank you for continuously being merciful in our lives, God. We thank you for being who you are, Lord, without questioning, without wavering, God. We thank you for just being God. Hallelujah, Jesus. God, right now. Aaron is asking for prayer for Elijah, Lord God, for protection and guidance, Lord God. We just ask that you would bring him to your truth, Lord God. Remind him of who you are in his life, Lord Jesus. He's also asking for guidance for Aaron, Lord Jesus. We ask that whatever it is, Lord God, that you would just guide his steps, Lord. Direct him in your ways, Lord God. We're asking for healing for Shauna as well, Lord God, miraculous healing, Lord God. We plead the blood of Jesus, Lord God, the same blood that was spilled for us, Lord God. We call upon that blood for healing in Jesus' name. God, I also pray for my family, Lord Jesus. Whatever it is that they need, Lord God, I uplift them, God. I surrender them to you, Lord Jesus. Expecting a miracle, Lord, in Jesus' name, I seek peace, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory, God. Let's just give God some praise. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord, we two or three are gathered, Lord. You are in the midst, Lord God. And we thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
0: Hallelujah.
1: Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. Anyone else?
2: Turn it down a little bit because I can hear the buzzing already. Thank you. Father, in your name, Jesus, Lord, we thank you. We glorify you. We lift your name on high, Lord. As always, Lord, I ask that you, Lord, increase and I decrease, Lord, and that your word bring forth the fruit that you desire, Lord. We thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord, we pray. Amen. Um, Tonight, I just want to take a little bit of time, uh, and really, I won't be long because I know... Uh, the storm is coming and you may need to get some things beforehand. Um, but it's cold. Uh, coming back from Vegas is is most definitely different. So, um, ready to go back home and be warm. Uh, but I, I just want to encourage you all tonight to remind you that God called us to be the salt of the earth. Um, God wants you to know that, uh, we're to go out into the world and be called and be the salt that God called us to be. He wants us to not lose our savor and be the perfect seasoning that he called you to be. God wants us to uh, add to the world, not uh, take away from the world. He, he looks for us to be as he was. He wants us to be the salt of the world. Uh, this is something that uh, we all know, but we may need to be reminded from time to time. And this means that God has called us to be the one that benefits benefits the world by not acting like the world. For example, if we're supposed to add salt to the world, but we're too busy being the world, then we're not adding anything to the world. We're just being the same thing as the world. We're called to be salt of the earth and to bring forth the flavor of the world. Uh, He calls us to be the salt of the earth. And the Bible even says that the world goes on to even say that we're the light of the world. Um, he has proven you to be, uh, he's proven to you that he has given you this ability that when you go into different places, you change the atmosphere.
3: So well, a lot of times what will happen is, is that you know that you'll be uh, somewhere that you know that there aren't a lot of Christians, but because you go there, now there's peace or because you walk into the room, things change for the benefit of Wherever you are see we're that's us being the salt of the earth and we're affecting others by just being like Christ Now uh, there was never a time that Christ did anything that did, didn't it, there's never a time that Christ did not add something to someone else's life So we need to recognize that if we're called to be like Christ then we need to be adding to other people's lives uh, Matthew five thirteen through 16 It says, "Ye are the salt of the earth, but if the uh, but if the salt have lost its savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under the foot of men. Ye are the light of the world, and a city that is set on the hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but uh, but on a candlestick. And if it giveth Light unto all that are in the house. Uh, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven. Jesus says that we are to be salt of the earth, but if we lose our, our flavor of the salt, then who is going to salt the earth? If we lose our flavor, then it helps no one. But it then goes on to say that if you're of the light of the world, then we cannot, then we're called to not hide our light. A lot of times what happens, I believe that God wants us to recognize is that no, we are the light of the world to make sure that we're shining this light through the darkness of what's going on in the world. But if we lose our flavor, if we lose our light, then we're not being like Christ. God is going to make sure because one of the things that happens is, is if we're continuing to Assault the world and and be the light of the world then what should happen is is that people should see Christ in you and god's going to get the glory That's what it says that it glorify your father Which is in heaven that people will see your good works and it will glorify your father, which is in heaven See we are to be the examples that christ wants us to be and living this life Is one of the things that we have to do is by assaulting the world Jesus, explaining, uh, Jesus is explaining to them that they can't quit, stop, or hinder doing anything that God has called them to do. Uh, uh, otherwise, you will lose the purpose of what you're called to do for, for it, and God will not use you. God wants us to live according to His will and be the salt and the light of the world so that what He's called us to be. Let your holy life, your, your pure conversation, your faithful instructions be everywhere seen and known. It's basically what it's talking about when he says that you should let your light so shine. Uh, always in societies and in all businesses, at home, wherever you are, that you are to be uh, prosperous and, and adver- adverse, and let people see that you are a true Christian of God. Uh, Do you know how important it is to be the salt of the earth? Have you ever uh, had sand in your in your food? You know, like it really was salt, but it tastes like sand. There's no flavor in it. And basically you're just eating nasty rocks. And we forget how important salt is until we need it, until we have it. See, uh. Uh, If you think about it, have you ever cooked with something without salt and it tastes bland or it tastes like nothing? Uh, A lot of people say that uh, uh, there's a lot of of times where you, uh, well, I'll just be honest with you. Sometimes when Paulette cooks things, she forgets to season the way that it should be. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. So if she ever offers you something, you might want to have the salt and pepper ready just so that way you have a little bit of seasoning. She's gotten better at it, but a lot of times she wants me to season the meat. She'll cook everything else, but she'll ask, can you just season the meat? Because she knows I'm gonna put salt, pepper, and everything else in there, all the other seasonings that you can find that will go with what the meal is. But a lot of times you become disappointed when you don't have the right flavor that's on there. (laughs) If you go to a really high-end restaurant, Matter of fact, they won't even have salt and pepper on their their table because they're so high that this is the this is the flavor. This is what you should be getting out of it. You don't add nothing to it. I I did it already. So you should be anticipating that. No, you have you have the seasoning that you need to make sure that it it, is going that you're going to be uh, uh, excited about or whatever it is. So you should understand that. God has called you to be that seasoning he's called you to 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 be that for the world so that way somebody can see you and understand who Christ really is God has called us to be the salt of the world being uh being the salt means that you are going to be like Christ uh Mark 9 and 50 it says salt is good but if the salt has lost his saltness wherewith well, wherewith Will ye season it? Have salt in yourselves and have peace one with another. Jesus said that uh, salt is good and that if you lost your saltness, then you, are, uh, then you have nothing to season with. Then he says this, that in yourself, salt in yourselves and have peace with one another. This word, word here, salt means to have prudence. Which means uh, the ability to govern or discipline oneself by uh, by the use of reasoning, Uh, uh, wisdom, having uh, showing keen or mental discernment or good judgment, Uh, uh, skill, good judgment uh, in the use of uh, in the use of resources, Uh, having caution, uh, making sure that you're not in danger. So basically. Jesus is telling us that if we are to be the salt, that we are going to have spiritual discernment and wisdom. We're going to have spiritual discernment and wisdom. Then he says that you will have peace with one another. Uh, This is interesting because when Jesus says that we will have peace with one another, if we are are being the salt, then he's called us to be, uh, 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 that we are to be at war with each other. That we have uh, we have to be the salt in order to have peace and be at peace with each other. So if you aren't operating in wisdom and in good discernment and spiritual discernment, it's a good chance that you aren't being the salt that Jesus called you to be. Because Jesus said the salt has spiritual discernment and peace comes along with it. This is how you can tell if you're being the salt that Christ called you to be. God wants us to be like him. And if you're acting like him in, 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 in every way, then you should not have any drama, hate, discomfort or anything other than peace. Then you are. Then you should know that if you have those things, then you are not being the salt of the earth. Jesus wants uh, wants everything about us to be in peace. He wants uh, Uh, How we uh, are to even to speak to be seasoned with grace and salt and we will have his discernment in Colossians 4 and 6. It says, let your speech be always with grace, uh, seasoned with salt, that you may know how ye ought to answer every man. Uh, It says in the word that our speech should always be with grace, which means graciousness. Gratifying uh, act of of, of a manner or act uh, um, uh, uh, in a uh, um, divine influence upon the heart and is reflection in the life That uh, it should be acceptable, uh, benefiting, favor, gift or graciously, joy, liberating, uh, pleasure, thankful And you will be the salt. That's what God says. God is looking for us to speak always with grace. He wants us to understand that uh, under his divine influence, with his heart, his joy and his pleasure, that we will always be under his will. If we are operating like the salt that we're called to be. Uh, This means that he has given us the uh, wherewithal to do this. Meaning that once we have his spirit, once we're filled with his spirit, that he's given us his power and that we are able to carry this out because he's given us these abilities. He wants us to be the salt and act like the salt in all things. He wants us to be the light and and be the light in the darkness of this world, and we just can't give place to the devil. If we are not speaking with grace and seasoned with salt, Always, then we are always we're going to allow the devil to have a place in our lives. And that's not what God said. In Ephesians 4, 27 through 29, uh, Paul talks to the church of Ephesus about this. And he says, neither give place to the devil and let him that stole still no more, but rather let him labor working with his hands the thing which is good and that he may give uh, to him that needed." Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. praise the Lord. Paul said that if we uh, if we give place to the devil, we let him steal from us that he's already been stealing already, because the Bible says that uh, let him steal no more. Let him still let him that stole steal no more. And don't give place to the devil. Don't give an opportunity. Don't give a space. Don't give an, op- uh, uh, an opening for the devil to come in and do anything and work in your life to make sure that he's stealing the grace and the, the discernment and the peace that he should have in your life. He then goes on to explain that uh, how he will steal from us if, he, if we give him place. He says that if we have corrupt. Worthless or rotten communication out of our mouths," he says. He said he is saying, "Let nothing that uh, that is about nothing come out of your mouth. Don't say anything that is, it has no purpose, has no meaning. Uh, 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 only let good communication, for the edifying, for the building up, to minister grace unto the hearers. There's a lot of people that will say this that we know." Um, when you get comfortable with somebody, I can tell you this. When you get into a relationship with somebody, everything's great. Everything's wonderful. And uh, I would say probably for maybe the first three or four months, there are certain things that you won't let them know about you because you don't want it to ruin the relationship. Once you get past that mark where you're really comfortable, then that's when some of the things that you may not, you know, be. Uh, Uh, you know, that you don't want everybody to know come out between that person because you're now building a relationship with that person and you're now getting closer and closer with them. And what ends up happening, at least this has happened in my own life, uh, with me and with other people that I've been in a relationship with, is that you now start saying things that you probably wouldn't say to any person off the street. You start treating them in a way that's not necessarily the godliest way you start. You 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 uh, uh, take for granted that you are not having good communication with them. Sometimes you start treating them in a way that's not godly. That's not edifying. But you as the salt always have to be in good communication, edifying and ministering in every situation. Even those that you're the closest to. Because God called it to this. He's called us to, uh, to, to be the salt. He's called us to uh, not give place to the devil. Because when you do those things, you're allowing the enemy to come in and steal something from you. You're allowing him to steal your peace, your grace, your discernment, your understanding. And that's what the enemy wants. He wants just a little opening. A small opening. If you think about... Um, a mouse, you know, a mouse just needs a small little opening to to infest your house. Uh, we had uh, some boys that were when we were working at, at youth care. Uh, there was a, uh, some boys noticed that mice were coming in through the house, and I learned this trick with my mom because we used to get mice every now and then, and I would take a a box. And I'd put some um flour down, and it was a shoebox, and I'd put some flour down and I cut open a hole and I would put the mouse trap in there. And you know, the little mouse trap, it would put a little peanut butter on the mouse trap. And the way that you would know if the mouse was in there without seeing it, you know, covering it up, um, is you would look and see if the fingerprints were in there. Like, or not fingerprints, but the, the footsteps were in the flour. And you could tell, sometimes you pick up the box and it'd be a little heavy. And you know, oh, look, well, there's one in there. Well, at, uh, when, we, when I was working at youth care, one of the boys, they noticed that the mice were in their room and stuff. So I said, okay, well, we're gonna go get some mice traps. We're gonna go get them. We're gonna set them up. We're not gonna get no shoe boxes, but we're gonna just set them up and put some peanut butter on there. And uh, we're, we're gonna put them in the little corners And then we're going to go ahead and we're going to wait for them. As we did that, it was interesting how the mice came and they would just come in constantly. And you would see where the mice would come from. Uh, You could look outside the the window. Me and the boys were looking outside the window and we saw that there was a crack in the uh, uh, driveway. And it was just a small little crack. And you see the mouse just. Get inside. And it was so infested. The house was so infested, first of all, that the uh, um, the uh, family teacher or the teaching parent downstairs left some candy inside of his in, in his drawer, in the drawer downstairs in his basement. And they just shredded it up all together, just killed, just all the chocolate was gone. Uh, and this is how how many mice there were. Uh, you you would literally hear. Every five seconds. Just. And I would hear one of the boys come down. Look there. i got another one. i got another one. And we learned the trick that you can. You you should use the same one because it attracts the mice to it. And I kid you not. There was probably a half of a garbage bag full. Of just dead mice. Now they're mice not rats. That's why they run. Okay. But. They were at least this full of mice. That was an infestation. See, that's what happens when you give place to the devil. He starts to infest your mind and starts crazy things start to happen. And he just consumes you with craziness and thoughts that aren't right. And you start having corrupt communication, rotten communication. You've given place to the devil. He starts to steal from you. See, you have to understand that I don't want the devil to corrupt my mind like that. I don't want to be in a place where I'm over overwhelmed with the thoughts of of of, of hate or frustration or uh, of being in a way that doesn't cause peace. Because I'm called to be the salt of the world. If I know that the enemy wants to come in and just give just a little crack into my mind, just a little crack into my heart, then I know that he can run rampant in there and steal from me as he's done before. God is trying to get us to be the salt, but we got to stop talking about nothing or putting each other down and think that it's going to not cause us to lose our flavor. We will uh, be cast out and. No use for God. Luke fourteen thirty-five and thirty-four. It says, "Salt is good, but if he, if the salt have lost its savor, wherewith shall it be seasoned? It is neither fit for the land, nor yet for the dunghill. But men cast it out." Matthew five thirteen and sixteen. Once again, it says, "You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its savor," Wherewith it shall be salted it is thencefor good for nothing and to be but to be cast out and to be trotted under the foot of men Ye are the light of the world A city that is set on the hill cannot be hid Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel but on a candlestick And it giveth light unto all that are in the house Let your light so shine before men That they may see your, uh, your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven. God is looking for us to be the salt and the light of the world. We just need to remember that we're called to be this and to walk with spiritual discernment, grace, peace, and we can't give place to the devil in our lives. Otherwise, filthy communication will come up and we'll stop edifying each other and be not being ministers and grace unto the hearers. Father, in your name, Jesus, Lord, we thank you and we glorify you. We lift your name on high, Lord. Lord, I ask, Lord, right now, God, that as we leave today, God, that you keep us safe, Lord, and all those that are traveling, that you keep them safe as well, God. Lord, we also, Lord, are asking, Lord, to be your salt and your light, God. Everywhere we go, everything that we do, Lord, we want you to get the glory for it. Change our hearts and change our minds, Lord. Let no filthy communication come up out of our mouths, Lord, but only edifying, Lord, things that are building up your ministers to be good, to be hearers of your word, Lord. Lord, we thank you and we glorify you. We
2: lift your name on high. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord, we pray. We say amen.